Hey everyone, it's Jasmine from Jasmine's Astrology, but you can call me Jay. And for this week's episode, I'm going to chat about the astrology of August 13th through August 19th. But first things first, if you do enjoy these forecast episodes, won't you please like and subscribe wherever you're listening? That would be fantastic. Maybe you're on YouTube, maybe you're on Spotify, maybe you're somehow listening from, uh, I don't know, like an iPod Touch or something. Do they still make those? What is this, Mercury retrograde? No, it's Venus retrograde. Maybe that means that you've reconnected with an old friend or you finally chatted with somebody that, you know, you just, your schedules have been not aligning and all of a sudden you get to see each other again. And maybe you're like, hey, I think this friend would be super into this astrology podcast that I listened to. You should let them know. Word of mouth is super helpful. It's super free. And if you want to support my work further, you can always check out my website, jasminesastrology.com for consultations and other astrology offerings. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so grateful to all of you for spending time in this space with me and allowing me to just like talk your ear off about astrology. That is such a weird and gross thing to say. Talk your ear off. Well, anyway, I'm grateful. I hope August has been fun for you so far. I'm actually recording this the day before the full moon in Aquarius, so last day of July. So I can't actually weigh in on any of the August astrology yet. I'm sure I'll check in on it next time. What I can say though is that. This Venus retrograde has actually been so delightful thus far. I mean, it's not without its challenges and big lessons, but for the most part, I feel like it's been really beneficial and eye-opening and nourishing. So I'm really grateful for that. And obviously that's not going to be the case for everyone. So I'm absolutely holding space for those of you that aren't having such a delightful time. And if you are one of those folks, then it might bring you some joy to know that the beginning of this week marks the halfway point of the retrograde. So we're not out of the woods yet, but we are certainly getting there. And overall, this week feels like a week where we say a big yes to things that bring freedom and spaciousness, that encourage authenticity, that allow us to shake things up, break away from old patterns and try something new. There is a lot of Uranus in the mix. And we've also got a new moon in the very brave and daring sign of Leo. So it feels like a week when we're inspired to be a little more bold than we might be used to, you know, to take some risks, to jump into something because it just feels so deeply in alignment with who we are at our very core. I'm really excited about this week. Let's get into it. First up, we have on August 13th, 7.15 a.m., the sun will conjunct Venus retrograde in Leo at 20 degrees. This is the aspect that marks the halfway point of the retrograde. So. You might be celebrating that. You might be like, wow, already? That's kind of where I am. Um, even though I am recording this like two weeks out, it just, 
I looking ahead to it, I'm like, wow, how are we already there? But you might also just find yourself sort of naturally in a state of reflection today, like looking over the past few weeks and considering how things have shifted and what you've learned. And maybe also looking ahead to the next few weeks or month or so and considering what might be left for you in this part of the Venus retrograde and the Venus in Leo story. It might be helpful to revisit the episode where we first talked about Venus retrograde in Leo just to get a refresher on the topics and themes that we anticipated coming up for the retrograde. But this is a key part of the cycle and It signals that even though we are not out of those proverbial woods that I already mentioned, we have reached a clearing of sorts and we can rest assured that from here on out, every step we take takes us closer to the edge of that forest. So for a short period of time on this day, Venus will be in the very coveted Kazemi condition, which allows it to receive some kind of insight or awareness from its super close proximity to the sun. Kazemi means in the heart. It is, I mean, and what a beautiful visual in the heart of the sun when it's in its own domicile of Leo, which is so much about the heart space. But that's, yeah, so when a planet is at the exact same degree as the sun, it's said to be in the heart. And that proximity allows it access to wisdom or a perspective that is normally unavailable. So this could provide a a real aha moment in the larger story of the Venus retrograde. It's a day when something about the reflecting and the reassessing and the reinventing and the revising that you've been doing just finally clicks. You know, we might finally understand what this journey has been about or what part of it has been about at the very least. I don't know that we get the whole story, the full picture, but something might just fall into place in our hearts. Like we might just be able to take a breath and go, okay, yeah, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. The tricky part is that sometimes during a Kazemi, Things can feel so suddenly clear that we want to take action. We finally feel that sense of understanding or meaning, and we're just in the zone and ready to move ahead. But the best bet is to keep doing the retrograde things, keep reflecting, revising, resting. Because once Venus leaves the Kazemi condition, which again, doesn't last super long, Venus will once again be combust the sun. And that just means that it's so close to the sun, it can't be seen. And after it leaves that heart, it's kind of in more of a position where it's it's really not in any shape to be moving forward or starting something new or making any big decisions because it's too hot. It's getting a little burned up from the sun. It's just not, it's a little weakened in that state. So it's not as though we should just like dismiss all of the lovely insight and awareness that we receive. We should absolutely take notes, let it all sink in, write it all down, maybe write a poem or a song or 
create some kind of visual art from it or something more Venusian even than just taking notes, though taking notes is totally fine, and then tuck it away for after the retrograde once Venus is far enough from the sun that we can unearth these little treasures and let them guide us on our new journey. So as Venus separates from this conjunction with the sun, its place in the sky is shifting from evening star to morning star. You know, for quite some time, we could see Venus in the evening sky, sometimes along with the moon, but Venus transitions from being a star that you can see in the evening to being a star that you can see in the very early morning. And Part of the retrograde is the journey from one to the other. And I mentioned in the retrograde episode that Venus's retrograde is a little bit like a journey to the underworld. And when viewed that way, we can see this as a journey of bringing something about ourselves, our relationships, our desires, our connection to joy and pleasure, all those Venus themes. We bring aspects of those things or entire stories to the underworld to say goodbye and lay them to rest. You know, we offer them up as a kind of sacrifice. And in doing so, a new part of ourselves, new desires, new approaches to relationships and to joy and pleasure, all of that can begin to unfold and emerge as we make the journey away from that underworld. And I think that the Kazemi marks a very important time in that journey because Venus is invisible. It is very much in that underworld space. And so maybe part of the insights that we're having, the awarenesses that we're coming to are part of what we are leaving behind in that underworld space. So then we'll move ahead a couple of days to August 15th. At 10.35 p.m., the sun in Leo will square Uranus and Taurus at 23 degrees. I feel like we've been talking about Uranus a lot over July and August, which makes sense with all of the inner planets moving through Cancer and Leo and forming sextiles and squares over to Taurus. And I just wonder if you've been experiencing a lot of change and upheaval and unexpected discoveries over the last little while, like if you just think back over the past two-ish months, does it seem like there's been more change than usual or maybe more unexpected occurrences? Because I can see it for myself. You know, there's been some big changes, some smaller changes, But what really stands out, I guess, is sort of the relative speed of it all, like the way that my life was in the first quarter of this year in comparison to how it's been in this second quarter is kind of wild, the differences. And Uranus can definitely quicken the pace of things or bring a very like all of a sudden vibe to things. So. I'm just curious how other people are faring with all of that Uranus energy. So, you know, get in touch. DM me, Jasmine's Astrology, on Instagram. Feel free to send me an email, j at jasmine'sastrology.com. 
But anyways, back to this aspect. Something that caught my eye here is the fact that Uranus has only just reached this 23 degree mark of Taurus, like just earlier on this same day on August 15th. And it's the first time it's been at this degree during its transit through Taurus. And this is also the degree that it's going to station retrograde at later in the month. So it feels important. It feels like there is a vibe of newness and freshness with it just hitting that new degree so recently. Maybe that is, you know, also giving a further emphasis on that energy of unexpected and surprising developments, but also the idea that something that comes out of this aspect could be something that we're navigating for better or for worse for a little while, um, just because it is the same degree that it's going to station retrograde at. So, you know, it's it's not just a burst of like, wow, what the fuck from Uranus, which it can be. But it's a shift and a change that comes along for a ride for a little while, if any of that makes sense. Like, obviously, it'll unfold and and we'll see what happens in the months to come. But yeah, it feels like this is an important degree for Uranus and Taurus for right now. And so anything that's happening at that degree is maybe a little more potent. Now, in general... A Sun-Uranus combination is all about awakening to our authenticity, letting our unique light shine. We can, under this kind of aspect, we can come to realize something about ourselves that's maybe a little unsettling or shocking at first uh, because it's so damn real. It's something we've been neglecting that just bursts back out ready to be heard or It's something we couldn't quite see before, but that becomes so blatant we can't unsee it. You've probably heard me say before that Uranus is always seeking freedom and liberation. It wants us to break down barriers and limits and break away from old patterns and habits. It's a restless and rebellious energy that just wants to shake shit up and It's often very unpredictable in the ways that it goes about doing that. And when in combination with the sun, we're encouraged to take a look at how that energy can support us in being our most authentic selves, to live a life that is our own and not bound to the expectations of others or society at large, to be our most real and genuine selves, even and especially when that surprises other people, or it means that we're showing a quirky side to ourselves, you know, that we're taking a path that we wouldn't normally take. With a Sun Uranus combo, we are invited to ditch complacency and instead choose curiosity. We are invited to embrace an innovative spirit to reject the status quo, to speak our truth even when that means rocking the boat. I often think of Sun Uranus as a kind of weight off of the shoulders because it's like we can stop putting on all these pretenses and just be ourselves, which all sounds so great and liberating and wonderful, right? And it totally can be. 
But this is a square aspect. And even though the sun being in its domicile of Leo can soften the edges a little bit, the fact remains that adjustments and sacrifices will likely need to be made in order to achieve the liberation that Uranus brings, or at least in order to adapt to the liberation that Uranus wants to bring. Like, for example, let's say you want to wear an outfit that feels really in line with your self-expression, but you know it's not what people would expect or what is sort of deemed, quote unquote, appropriate for wherever you're going. So, you know, we can play small and wear what's expected, or we can wear what feels really good and possibly open ourselves up to criticism or unwanted comments. And the thing is, it's going to feel really good to just wear the clothes that we want to wear, but it will involve being vulnerable. Or maybe we want to break away from an old pattern that's just keeping us locked in a routine that doesn't offer a lot of spaciousness or flexibility, but rarely do we wake up one day and say, okay, I'm done with that. That's over. And then it's over. You know, we have to take steps to get there. We have to change behaviors, which isn't always easy. And the changing of one habit often means a shift in another, which is a whole other thing of give and take. And, you know, with this happening across fixed signs, the kind of signs that are the most enduring and can really dig their feet in, that might mean that the Leo part of your chart sees things one way, the Taurus part of your chart sees it another, and there's this butting of heads, there's this tension, there's this frustration. And that's all a possibility that's all in the mix while we're also working towards the bright and shiny outcome of the increased freedom and authenticity. And then kind of the last thing I'll say about this aspect, and you know, it seems all roads lead back to the current Venus retrograde and Leo season. But, you know, Uranus in Taurus is being ruled by Venus and the sun, of course, the other, you know, the other part of this aspect is ruled by the sun in Leo. So, yes, the Taurus part of our chart is absolutely involved in this, but the Leo and Venus vibes are very strong. And such a large part of this Venus retrograde in Leo is about the self and coming into greater awareness and living more truthfully and reconnecting with identity and authenticity. And so it might just kind of feel like more of the same in terms of this aspect, but with like a burst or a charge of sudden motion and excitement. And we can expect this energy to linger into the following day because on August 16th at 5.40 a.m., we have the new moon in Leo at 23 degrees. So this lunation is very much tied into that Sun-Uranus square from the previous day. Even if the Sun is separating from the exact hit with Uranus, they're still at the same degree. So a lot of those restless, rebellious, liberatory, shocking, authenticity-seeking, and change-making energies are going to be present here as well. And Leo is already such a big, bold, dramatic sign, and it's also an authenticity-seeker. 
And as I mentioned, Uranus has just hit that 23-degree mark, and a new moon is all about fresh starts and new beginnings. And so I think this is a day where a big shift is possible. New developments are coming out of the blue and happening quickly. We are breaking new ground in some way, choosing to go in a different direction, choosing a bold path for ourselves, choosing the way that allows for greater self-expression. It kind of reads as the new moon of reinvention, which, you know, Venus retrograde is already bringing that energy. And then you add the freshness of a new moon and the innovative quality of Uranus and the expressive nature of Leo. And it just feels like if you've been waiting to reveal or unveil something or embrace a new chapter or a new way of being in your life, today is absolutely the day. You know, that square from Uranus helps us to see what's out of sorts, so to speak, with our identity or perhaps with the more specific topics of the Leo parts of our chart. And that can help us shift and realign our direction with what actually feels right. Now, back in 2021, we had a similar setup for the Leo new moon, where it was also in a square with Uranus. Of course, pretty much every other planet was in a different sign and like configuration than what's happening right now, but we still had the sun and moon squaring Uranus from the same signs. So it could be interesting to look back at August 2021 and reflect on any kind of changes or unexpected developments that came up for you, maybe just to get a flavor of what might happen, just given that it's happening in the same houses. Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes I think astrology is most useful for when we can look back in time to help us project what's coming. Like, yes, it's super useful for planning. I use it all the time for planning, but I really love the context that it can give old situations and then how we can use that to sort of look at the present. But this is not an aspect about the past. A new moon is always a chance to look ahead, to move forward, to take a bit of a leap into the next thing. And especially with Uranus in the mix, we are very much looking forward and breaking away from the past and making a full reset if we really want to. The moon in Leo can be very confidence boosting and can help us to take charge and find more autonomy. You know, the new moon here is great for setting out on a new direction that really honors the standards you know you deserve, which is also further supported by the Venus retrograde here. And of course, this new moon is ruled by the sun in its own sign, which can offer a shift towards. Stability. This can be a time when we are better able to build consistency and regularity into our lives, especially concerning the Leo area of your chart and the Leo topics in that in that house. So those big and bold changes, those unpredictable developments are going to also find a way to settle in and support us in a more long-term way. Maybe that's what I was trying to get at with you know, the Uranus stationing retrograde at 23 degrees. So anything happening, anything kind of interacting with that at that degree 
yes, comes with that suddenness, that unexpected surprise of Uranus, but also for some reason has a lot of staying power. So there's a lot of exciting potential here. And what I'll leave it on is this. I think we should embrace the drama of it all. I feel like being dramatic gets such a bad rap. Like, you know, excuse me for feeling things and wanting to express those feelings and maybe make you feel something along the way. You know, I think the more we lean into the drama, into the heightened quality of it all, the more we might be able to take advantage of this next aspect, which is Mars in Virgo, trine Uranus in Taurus, 23 degrees, 9.55 a.m. on the same day as that new moon, so August 16th. So more Uranus energy and this time with the added heat and speed of Mars. So this aspect is a little spicy, but in a helpful way. Like it's the kind of spice that warms you up, lights a fire inside you, and gets you moving. This is an aspect where we could be feeling extra motivated to make change. There's a new boost of confidence and courage from Mars that helps us to break away from those societal norms keeping us boxed in. It's definitely an energy that gets things in motion. It can really stimulate and activate something that's been stuck or stagnant. It's more of that let's shake shit up energy that Uranus brings. More of that push to try something different, change the routines, shift the habits. I find this combo so interesting because usually it's Mars that's responsible for saying like, let's do the thing and let's do it now. And it's not as though it's not saying that, but in Virgo, Mars is a little more methodical and researched and strategic. And So it's actually Uranus really that's saying like enough planning, let's just do it already or even like honestly fuck the plan, let's just go for it. So you might feel a little unprepared or like you're getting just like thrown into the deep end here, but again in a good way. This is a trine aspect after all. So there is support, there is encouragement and some level of luck or reward. It's like, yeah, you had to just go for something and you maybe went into it not as researched as you would have liked, but the act of going for it and taking that risk is going to pay off. And it's also happening across earth signs, which I think really helps to cool things off at least a little bit, maybe soften them a little bit. You know, that earth energy, it's grounding, it's cooling. But there's definitely some twist and turn energy here where we're going to have to be willing to be flexible and spontaneous and just move with the current of energy that is surrounding us. It feels very much like a learning on the go type of aspect, you know, being willing to just dive in, uh, being willing to pivot and come up with new ideas to make things work when we're already in the motion of taking action on that thing. 
it kind of feels like improv, you know, like that ability to be quick on your toes and just deal with information as it comes. The one caveat, even though this is a trine aspect, but the one caveat with any Mars-Uranus combination, I always say like, just watch out for accidents. Watch out for cuts, scrapes, burns, um, just the, the heat and the inflammation of Mars and the speediness of both planets and then the unexpected or surprising out of the blue element of Uranus, it could just create the right environment for, you know, just some sort of accident that's like, oh shit, how did that, how did that even happen? Like that was such a random series of events that led to that burn or whatever it might be. So just be aware, be cautious. Don't be too cautious. You don't want to like just not go for something because you're too afraid that you're going to get hurt. But like, just be aware. That's all. Okay, so that's what I've got for you this time around. Let me know in the comments if you have any questions about this week's forecast. And I'd love to know how you're planning to celebrate the Leo new moon or what's been happening in your Venus retrograde story or whatever other astrology stories you might have that you feel called to share. Drop a comment below if you are listening on YouTube. Send me a DM on Instagram at Jasmine's Astrology. Like I said before, feel free to email me j at jasminesastrology.com. Thank you all so much for listening. And until we meet again, I'll catch you in the cosmos.